internet land. Here we are. Saturday noon slash afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, not not our normal t- t- time, but that's okay. Nah. We are doing our thing. Uh I, I I guess right off the bat, we should probably mention that Joe Biden just won the presidency. Uh, yeah, so, I heard a bunch of my neighbors yelling at uh, yeah. 1030 in the morning. Like, okay, well, they must have decided that president. You don't get that loud out in public for, like, something that happened in your own home. Nobody yells like this when they, like, right, yeah. get engaged. So, so that must be it. Or, or, or if... Trump had gotten reelected. Yeah. It might have just been yeah. only expletives, right? Just like fuck, <laughs> god damn no, it! I could, I could, I could understand the emotion coming from behind these vague sounds from yeah. across the building. Yeah, Ex- yeah, I exactly, got it. exactly. So, uh, good day to celebrate. At least, uh, I guess, by t- time you guys are hearing this as a podcast, it will have already happened. Uh, so hopefully you wore your mask if you went out and celebrated or did stuff like that. But uh, yeah, still got a long ways to go in the mm-hmm. country, though. So that's all I will say on that. Uh, besides that, hi, welcome to a- a- episode 119 <laughs> of the Captain's Log. Uh, hopefully you all out there are doing fantastic. My name mm-hmm. is K- K- Kyle Springer, and I am joined as always by Melissa Wilkinson. Yes. Yeah, indeed. How how are you? How is your start of the weekend so far? Besides Holiday drinks are back at Starbucks. Yelling. Oh yeah, they. So. I, 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 I saw that they had the like plastic cups with all of the like. Hey, we got the new reusable cups that you can do. Oh, dang. I got to get me some more of those reusable cups. I'm a big fan of the reusable cups. Not a fan that I can no longer take them into the store and have them fill them up. So I have to keep buying these (laughs) plastic cups, filling up my recycling bin. Yeah, it's got little stars on it, like a sweater. And it's chestnut praline, which they tell me is a holiday flavor. I'm very excited. I think maybe after we hit that Thanksgiving bump, then it's full peppermint mocha season for me personally. Gotcha. I try and stave off the peppermint until after the orange times. <laughs> well, one orange t- t- time is <laughs> ending. So, <laughs> I, you know, like from like late August through like Thanksgiving. It's orange season. Like, spiritually, yeah, it's orange season. I, I and mean. I have to wait for that to pass before I'm like, it's red season. It's peppermint red and pink season. Yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Oh, what am I doing here? I need to go back to that one. Okay. Um, yeah. So what what is your Starbucks drink normally? It is an iced coffee with uh, toffee nut syrup. The best of the syrups. Okay. I, I, I coffee is beyond me. I do not like coffee. Uh, I think I've had it like I I, I can c- c- count on my hands the number of t- times that I've had different types of c- coffee, and I didn't like mm. it. So, not for me. My Starbucks drink is hot chocolate. <laughs> they have good hot chocolates i was just thinking today about how much i used to order hot chocolate before i was a coffee drinker yeah yeah I, yeah i, I wasn't I a coffee a drinker big... until i got a hmm? 
I, I, I was just going to say I bought a big box of like the Swiss Miss hot chocolate with marshmallows Ooh, yeah. mix. And I've been blasting through that for the past month <laughs> or so. It was five bucks for like a gigantic like nice bo- box of it. So, yeah, <laughs> like a bread box yeah. full yeah. of <laughs> like the size of, um, I don't know, a small beagle that much of hot chocolate. <laughs> I a made my own hot chocolate, hot chocolate mix from <laughs> I made my own hot chocolate mix from scratch last year. Oh. That sounds it good. Is, it's sugar and cocoa, Kyle, so it's not hard. Wow, I should I should do that experiment. <laughs> yeah, and it's just in like a big plastic tub in my pantry and I just take it out whenever I want some. I make it up hot on the stove, a la carte. I bought some rum chata to mix in there, so nice. I'm ready. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I've I, I've I've had like tr- true homemade hot hot chocolate once in my life, and let me tell you, that was a memorable experience. <laughs> that was the best hot chocolate I have ever had in my life. It was great. Right? You can deliver this to your own self, Kyle. I I, I had no idea. I, I don't know what kind of chemical powders they put in old Swiss Miss. It's, it's, it's sugar and that cocoa. Swiss Maybe misses. like dehydrated milk if you're planning on making it with water. They put the dehydrated milk in the powder, but you know, you can just use Gotta go wet, milk. Milk. <laughs> wet milk. Wet milk. Yeah, you, regular You always wet. hear dr- like dry milk or like dehydrated. You never hear wet milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you've got wet milk on hand, it's wet milk, sugar, cocoa powder, and that's the combo. <laughs> okay, good stuff. Did I mm. a- 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 ever tell you the story about the the chocolate that i found in my mom's pantry the like can of her yeah yeah that was it was older than me deeply i was like mom it's expired before i was born (sighs) it was not good not good but Mm -hmm. my weekend has gotten off to an okay start uh we had a great time last night recording our patreon only uh, exclusive, exclusive episode of crossplay, uh, which was our the first one that we've done of of that. And that was a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. We 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 got to share some like weird urban legends, spooky stories with uh video game, just like video game mysteries and cre- creepy stuff. Uh, yeah, and it was neat because it was also the first time that we had the entire crew there together, all five of us. Yeah, you, I don't know me, anything about Nancy video L- games, but G- I wanted Alex. to do this so that I could just tell everybody the legend of Polybius. Yeah, which I I had never heard that, so that was good. We we had we mm. had a fun t- time. That'll be up on our Patreon uh, very shortly here. Uh, I think some t- time this next week. So be on the lookout for that stuff. Uh, and I think next month is going to be another crossplay thing up on our Patreon. I don't know what we'll do yet, but I'm cooking up ideas. So we'll see. Mm. We shall see. Uh, but yeah, that was fun. Uh, unfortunately, I was up late last night so didn't get ah. to sleep all that much i slept better than i did on thursday night cause thursday night i didn't sleep at all that sucked uh oh dear yeah slept better last night still didn't want to wake up but here we are saturday 
what for, for, for me is morning, but it's one yes. fifteen p.m. where I am. So <laughs> no, I Saturday's the one day of the week where I get to sleep in, so I let myself be kind of lazy Saturday morning. Yeah. yeah, I would I consider noon morning on it's, a Saturday. It's good to have a time where you can just do nothing and rest mm. and just like hey i just need to like not watch tv or not focus on this thing that i need to get done i just need to sit here and do nothing like that's helpful to have yeah i've got like specific things that i watch only on lazy saturday mornings like nice. i love to take an hgtv nap <laughs> <laughs> okay okay yeah that, that makes sense yeah not Anything in my normal, like, YouTube or Netflix queue or anything like that. It's like I'm putting on HGTV. I don't care what it is. It's going to bundle up in a bunch of blankets and fall asleep watching Them Property Brothers or something. Yeah. That's a good channel to fall asleep to. I, I like uh, if I'm putting on TV to fall asleep to, it's usually Cartoon Network. Uh, ah. Since it's not only my favorite, but it's... Usually, especially nowadays, like, I don't really know most of the shows that are on there. So it's mm -hmm. just like, okay, it's a cartoon. Like, I, I know yeah. I like cartoons, but okay, I'll, I'll sleep. That's fine with me. So, you know. Yeah. Good stuff, indeed. Uh, usually, I, I fall asleep with music on. I have a ginormous sleep playlist that's like thousands oh, yeah. of songs long. And I can you just told me about let, that. Let, 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 let it play yeah so, that's nice i need to put on these i'm deep into youtube videos of ambient noise yeah that that works most of my youtube recommendations are like rainstorm at night rainstorm at night plus fireplace <laughs> rainstorm at night plus thunder plus fireplace plus smooth coffee house jazz <laughs> nice <laughs> That's good. Yeah, there's there's something about just like that soft noise that yeah. is soft enough that you're not focusing on it so hard that you have to like comprehend things, mm -hmm. but it's enough to distract you from your own thoughts. And it's just like yes. that's when your mind just like shuts off. So it's good. Yeah, and so I love to watch vaporwave compilations that are just clips of old commercials. Oh, man. Yeah. There's there's a streamer that I follow, uh, Lawrence Sontag. I think he's at Sir Lar on Twitch, and his like be right back screen and all is just all of that stuff. It's like <sighs> obscure commercials from yes. the '80s and early '90s and stuff, and it's great. It's so, so peaceful. Yeah, it, it it just it like it's. On one hand, it's creepy, but it's creepy in a fascinating way that you're like, I want to keep watching this. This is like, I like this. What is it? I I love them. I love to look at what childhood me thought adulthood yeah. was and see how I'm measuring up. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Like, I still yearn to be the adult that like, I thought I was going to be when I was eight years old, even if like everything i wanted was outdated i can't go to northwest plaza mall whenever i want that mall doesn't exist yeah <laughs> speaking of uh streamers though uh -huh. i this p p p 
past week or so, I got a chance to watch a live stream. Uh, I was hoping to talk about it last week, but we ran out of t- t- time. But something I've been doing a lot this past week or so is just like rediscovering all of the artists and stuff that I like and inspire me. Um, nice. Like I I grew up just drawing nonstop and I don't really do that anymore. I put my creative efforts t- t- towards something else. It's, it's all this podcast stuff. But mm-hmm. even that, sometimes I feel like, well, I'm not really creating more or, or, or stuff like that. So I, I, I can kind of yeah. get down in the dumps sometimes. But then, yeah, just every now and then, like – Looking at art from the artist you like is really, really fun. Just to be like, ah, oh, I, I remember why I like these guys so much. Aww, like, they're so good yeah. at this. Um, but one of my favorite musicians, uh, I guess music groups, hip-hop groups, uh, put out a new record. Uh, kind of a surprise one. It was just they didn't announce it until like a month before. And they were like, hey, we have something coming out in a month. Uh, and it came out the day before Halloween. It was entitled, mm. I, th- I think it was, if not the day, it was like the night before ha- Halloween. Um, and they made, instead of a, like m- a music video for the single or stuff like that, they made a like an experimental film for the entire album. Ooh. Like it was, that was just the, the whole thing. So yeah, they, they did a live stream uh, for this a- 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 album, the the the. The g- 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 group is atmosphere. Um, yes. So yeah, they they put that out and they got on Twitch and was like, "Hey, we're gonna be hanging out, t- 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 talking. We're g- gonna debut that film and talk b- about it and stuff." And they, you could kind of tell, didn't know exactly what they were supposed to do if they were supposed to talk on t- yeah. on t- top of it or just sit there and watch and stuff. But after that. They just sat there and did just like talked about stuff and answered questions from the the, the ch- chat and it was it was slug from atmosphere it was <laughs> mers and uh, I th- I don't I don't remember the guy's name I you know it's it a great Jason time Goldwatch. if slug is there yeah yo slug is great um, but yeah it was the director of the film was 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 there too mm-hmm. and they just sat there and hung out and shot the shit it was great like i like it's fun to do stuff like that if there's a musician you like or a painter or something and they're just like (laughs) talking about their creative yes process it's great it's amazing this is why i love dvd commentaries so much yeah yeah there's there's just something magical right Of, of just to to get to like open up their mind and be like how how sway <laughs> show me the proof but yeah so mm, mm. good stuff yeah yeah that sounds fun i've been i've found that in quarantine i'm returning back to a lot of my early favorite podcasts like the ones that have uh, always okay. been there for me like i've really been feeling comedy bang bang this year mm-hmm. which was in like the first 10 podcasts I ever listened to back in 
when I got started in like 2013, 2014. Yeah. <laughs> Comedy Bang Bang, which is an improv show. Everybody comes on playing these characters. There is a spinoff podcast from it that is the host and like two of the most common improvisers on the show where it's just them talking to each other as people. Like it's just like a nonsense chat show because they yeah. never get to talk to each other as each other on the main podcast because yeah. they're always an improv character. That's that's kind of how this podcast got started. Mm. Paul and I, and I back in the day was like, hey, we only talk to each other now when we're doing the podcast. Yeah. And it's like, I just kind of want to hang out and k- catch up with you and see how your week was. And here we are. It's now evolved into this. And I get to be like, Melissa, how was your weekend? Tell me. It is. Talk to me about your life. So it's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, good it's nice. It's good. I've found that this is the type of podcast I've been gravitating towards like i am super behind on every podcast i started listening to that is a like a live play rpg or anything that has like real structure to it like i just need nonsense please i just need like three or four guys just chattering for several hours about (laughs) barely anything i need tangents to tangents is my favorite genre of podcast exactly our homemade tangent show that's what this is. <laughs> Homemade tangent jam. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Um, so it looks like you have an update to Melissa's Cinema Corner. I've Talk been watching that. stuff. I just keep forgetting to update it because it's never been a thing that I'm like super jazzed to talk about. Or like I watched Ghostbusters a couple weeks ago, but I'm going to mm-hmm. wait to talk about it until I sit down and watch Ghostbusters 2. Ah, okay. Yeah. I gotcha. So what's, what's on thing- the menu this week? So one thing I did this week that I won't shut up about is that I watched a two-plus-hour documentary on the chess computer Deep Blue. Is is this – so you wrote this down. I have no idea what Deep Blue is. I was like, is this some, like, secret society that I don't know about or, like, no, some, like, Planet a, Earth documentary? A so, it's, yeah, it's, it's a chess computer. It's, like, yeah. the, from the movie War Games but with chess. Yeah, and benevolent. Hopefully, you know, not. Yeah, I mean, I, well, <laughs> for now. Yeah, no, we've <laughs> like we've seen everything Deep Blue has done. So this is the story of Deep Blue. There used to be this big competition, just like among technical academics, for can we make a computer so smart that it could beat a chess grandmaster? Because you could program a computer to play chess. Right. That was simple enough, but it's like, can we program a computer to be very, very good at chess? And this guy invented this computer. He named it Deep Thought after the uh, supercomputer from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. And then he partnered with IBM, and IBM's like, you can't call it Deep Thought anymore because people keep mispronouncing it as Deep Throat. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want that to be our brand. Can we rename it, please? I was beaten by Deep Deep Throat. Deep (laughs) Blue. Since a Deep Blue got its name. <laughs> and the IBM logo is blue. I guess that's where it comes from. Okay. And it challenged chess grandmaster Gary Kasparov uh, to one initial competition where Kasparov beat it, but it was fairly close. Like the computer would beat him in some matches, but not in the overall best of six or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. And then in like 96, they had a rematch and the computer beat the man and it was historical. 
Ah. And it, this documentary went into like Take very that, humanity. De- <laughs> well, the computer went into like very serious detail, like the the documentary did about like here are all the different moves. Like this, this is what the moves meant. This is what part of chess strategy it is from. Here's a diagram on the board of the way they're moving all the pieces, and this is like how that Gary Kasparov's mindset was being affected by this. Like you're watching this man just sort of slowly crumble over the course of a couple days as he gets psyched out by a large computer. But that's awesome. It's got it, it, unfortunately after all of this, after Deep Blue beat the chess man. That was all Deep Blue was ever built for. Deep Blue Died didn't have a next heaven. purpose. It's like now, <laughs> they, checkers. They, <laughs> they dismantled it. Like it was two big old computer towers. This was in the mid 90s, but it was still like just far enough in the past that your computer was very, very, very large. You know? Right, yeah. Like two fridges, more or less. Like that sure, much yeah. of computer parts went into Deep Blue. And they took them apart, and like two parts of Deep Blue are at two different computer museums. I'd love to see them someday. <laughs> Deep and Blue got separated. Yeah, but then Gary Kasparov, despite losing to a computer, has continued to champion uh, forwarding technology. He's like, no, I think it was progress that a computer learned to beat me. Let's see what else we can do with technology. I think yeah. this is a tool we can really use for good in the future. Yeah. So that's nice. I, I feel like one, that's welcome not our normally... robot overlords. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know, just the the story that ends with robots are friends. Like, I lost to Deep Blue the way I would lose to any other fellow Grandmaster. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. good stuff, good stuff. Have, do, have, do, have, did, did you start watching the uh, Queen's Gambit on Netflix? Not yet. I've heard it's good. I'm starting to hear more and more people talk about it and they're all raving at how good it is they're like holy moly this this was great mm-hmm. so we may have to bring that back up on the review show or i might just have to go watch it on my own t- 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 time <laughs> so. yeah i'd i'd like to watch it maybe we can fit it on in on the podcast sometime before the end of the year or something yeah something like that so i'm very Indeed. bad at watching shows if i don't have to watch them for a podcast <laughs> I'm I'm still chugging along. I finished H- H- Hannibal this week. I've finished ah. season three. Can you tell me in vague terms how the heck does that thing progress? Uh, so we we covered season one on the review show. Yeah. You, you definitely remember that. You've seen a little bit of season two. We've c- yeah. kind of mentioned that of like it starts to progress in a way that I can see why people didn't like it. Uh, yeah. And then I, I, I guess like vague spoilers. There is a twist in season two um, that it that I I think makes sticking season two out worth it. But okay, it, good. It's, it's still not. It's still not. Oh my goodness, the twist! What a twist! It was just like, oh okay. I guess yeah. I guess that makes <laughs> sense. You know, it's fine. I, you, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> Season three, I both liked and didn't like at the same uh-huh. t- time. The The first, like, two-thirds of season three are not set in their normal location. I, I saw that. I did look at all the episode descriptions on Netflix, and I'm like, they're yeah. going to Italy? Yeah, it's mostly set in I- I- Italy, uh, and it's real slow. 
Like mm. this, it gets into like minute detail. It, it's more like let's let's t- take the decadence that was in season one and let's transcribe that to more to like Hannibal's love for art h- history. And oh. like, let's do that. Like, let's go and look at the paintings that has inspired him and stuff yeah. like that. That's not a problem for me. I'd love a right. TV show where a character it's, just makes you look at a painting. It's beautiful. The like the the cinematography stuff is gorgeous. Um, but yeah, it's just it's a lot slower. It's not. It's set in the same locations. So it's it's just like, uh, what are they? doing here <laughs> yeah that is a strange really move yeah there, there's there's a series of strange moves it's just like why is this character here why is this one not here like i i don't understand um but then the like i i, I get yeah like the last third of the show does one final story arc and i guess it ends in a k- 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 kind of poetic way Okay, but I feel like I would have liked it more if the season, if if they knew, I, I guess that's the thing. If they knew they were going to get a season four, I would have liked season three to end where it did t- two thirds of the way through, and uh-huh. then season uh-huh. four be what was that last like that last little bit there. So it was just this weird like. Well, I feel like the story's already done. What is this last little bit here, you know? So, it, it was good. I can see why it got canceled. I can see why a lot of people fell off or started to mm. not like the seasons as much. The one thing that I really didn't like is actually one thing that they did start to do with the cinematography. They did this thing where... Uh, they would inst- like you've seen like a fade out between scenes where um they, you, you know you get like one of the characters starts to yeah. get see through and you can see the background yeah. coming in you <laughs> yes. know you, you know, I know what it is uh they they do this weird thing where instead of like fading the t- 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 two scenes they black out the background except for one of the characters there and it's kind of like someone just went into Photoshop and like blacked it, like b- blacked it all out, and the lighting just doesn't look weird. And then Ooh. when it's black, uh, the like new scene comes up be- be- behind it that way and starts to fade in that way. And so you have this character that like shouldn't be there, like in the scene. It's just no, like, what is this? I this is I terrible. did this. No, uh, that sounds fun to me. I don't know if it's good, but it sounds fun to me because it sounds like such a stage theatrical thing to do. Where like you block out like you black out all the lights except for the spotlight on the one character and then behind them you've got a scrim. That's and then absolutely suddenly, like, the what the stage lights going up with for. like the new stage and the new setting and then all the new cast. That that's absolutely what they're going for. Ooh, it man. just doesn't look good on TV. Like it just it just I don't it care. no. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm I'm all for like very like staged theatrical tricks put into TV shows. Yeah, I love it yeah. every time. Yeah, it like that was the one thing that was just like this is kind of off-putting. But besides that, it was good. It was fine. Yeah, I love a bold. I love a bold choice. 
Like, there were plenty of shows, like, like I dropped off of Hannibal because it started to feel too desolate. Like, it's a dark show, and it wasn't that it was too gruesome. Season I'm like, this is too, too much of a darker. bummer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is emotionally too dark for me. And I've always thought about going back. Maybe I finally will, because I was just impressed at <laughs> just how bold the show was. The premise of the thing t- to begin with. It's like, yeah, it's a show about Hannibal Lecter cooking beautiful human meals, beautiful decadent human human meals in a jewel-toned office, a very fancy decorated office. We just turned like the aesthetics on everything up to 11. Watch this cannibal show. Yeah, and they they definitely have that in spades. So, good stuff. What else have you been watching? Uh, We watched Mr. Boogity. Have you heard of him? (laughs) I've heard of Oogie Boogie. (laughs) From Nightmare Before Different. Christmas. Different fellow. So, <laughs> so last, I think I might have told you about this last year when Disney Plus first launched. Mm-hmm. Podcast The Ride. I don't know if they were just part of this movement or if it was actually theirs to begin with. They, were, they found out that the Disney Plus algorithm was really looking at the first thing that people watched. Like, what is the number, the first thing people turn oh, on? Like, is it going to be The Mandalorian? Is it some nostalgic old favorite? Is it Star Wars? And that's going to kind of... Mine must have been The Mandalorian. Lead... Yeah, yeah. And it's going to kind of tell them, okay, what are people super interested in? What can we try and build on in the future? So they're like, you need to find the most obscure movie possible. Make that the first thing you watch. And then watch it a bunch of times. So they picked <laughs> this, like, 1986 tv special called mr boogity they're like take the boogity challenge watch mr boogity as much as you can like the opening weekend of disney plus and i did do it and then we're having a disney plus night this week in a discord where we jams took like the list of every movie that's on disney plus and he put it in like a random number generator he's like okay guys we're gonna play disney plus roulette and we're just gonna watch whatever comes up first that's funny and it wound up like we, we played with it a couple times and at one point it was Mr. Boogity and I'm like, we have to watch Mr. Boogity. You have I've to see I've never this. heard of that. So what what is Mr. Boogity? It's a TV special. <laughs> so it's only like 45 minutes long and it's about this family that uh, owns and operates a joke store. Okay. And they move to this new town where they're going to set up their new joke store. And it's got like a teenage daughter who's over this. She doesn't care. But the rest of the family's always wearing like glasses where like the eyes pop out on springs. Like it's an entire the household. Flower of that squirts like, you and yes, stuff like that. Yes, yeah. that's all okay. they're doing. Like their house is just full of like wacky gag props. Okay. <laughs> like and then it turns out that the house is haunted by like uh, a pilgrim ghost. They have to try and chase the ghost away. They end up vacuuming up his magical cloak. And then we watch the sequel, Bride of Boogity. (laughs) What? Yeah, there's a second one. The next year they made another one, which is twice as long. I guess the first Mr. Boogity really did it for people. Yeah, twice the Boogity. And then it's (laughs) like the... The town's hosting this like Halloween That's the fair. That's episode title: Twice the Boogity. <laughs> Twice the Boogity. <laughs> and, uh, and then Boogity, he's he's come back from from beyond. He like possesses the dad's body, 
and he's like trying to marry the wife because Mr. Boogity like never got to marry this pilgrim woman while he was alive. Eugene Levy's in it. He plays like a rival gag shop owner. It's fun. That's funny. They're very silly. I've yeah, I've never heard of those at all. That's great. Remember did, these for did, next Halloween. Did Disney Plus like comment on like did people make enough of a wave where they were just like haha funny joke guys surely not no 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 everybody was watching the mandalorian except me i was watching so weird (laughs) yeah oh i did i did start the mandalorian season two okay what'd you think I don't understand how Timothy Oliphant's hair looks so good when he's wearing that helmet all the time. He takes right? the helmet off and his hair looks perfect. Immaculate. And it upsets yeah. me. Yeah. Gel or something. Space j- gel. Especially mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. being in all those dusty t- 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 towns, he knows how to k- keep his hair I- immaculate. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's something the Star Wars land, like that entire world is just good at. Like they cracked hyperspace travel and uh, hair moose. gel. Yeah, yeah, that's what they know how to do, and, and, and you know, milk of some LA looks, colors. It's 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 Tatooine looks. <laughs> <laughs> it still has that like the like swoosh thing on their logo. Tatooine looks. <laughs> that's great. Um, Do you think the Star Wars world has like perfumes and colognes, and they have like oh, they department have stores? I, I this I, is all yeah, I've I ever wanted so. out of Star Wars. We've talked about how I like I I feel fine about the space opera, but I just want like to live in every different space that it has, which mm-hmm. is why the Mandalorian kind of bores me sometimes because it's all outside, and I just want to go inside a very big building because that's my favorite part of yeah. Star Wars is buildings that are too big buildings and spaceships that are too big so badly i just want to go to a coruscant department store i want that to be a virtual reality experience where i just spend three hours walking through a coruscant department store and i can (laughs) buy space cologne for my space husband and there's like a you know a sexy cologne ad with like poe dameron on it yeah he's all windswept (laughs) that's funny yeah there there is an episode of the clone wars where uh, Padme and Anakin are preparing this meal for um, God, I blank on his name at the most in ill opportune t- time. The bad dude, main bad dude in the Palpatine. Senate. Yeah, um, he, <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> this. <laughs> um, <laughs> But he, so they're preparing this dinner for for him, and they've realized they've run out of Jogan fruits. So they Mm. send out R2-D2 and C-3PO to go find more (laughs) Jogan fruit. And it's just them, like... (laughs) Have you listened to that really popular podcast, The Jogan Fruit Experience? (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> so they they send out uh, R2 and C-3PO to go find this fruit. And it's just, it's just them, like, trying to go shopping. And, yes. and, and they, they find this thing, and then they're 
trying to like make it back home but they keep passing all of these stores of like oh what's in there like what's in there and they they find one that's a robot spa and they're they're like oh you can get your gears cleaned and all of that stuff you know and r2 is like oh we have to go in like come on and see Haripio's like no we're running out of time we must get back to master Anakin, you know and uh they go in and it turns out it's like this secret like droid dismantling thing for the empire yeah. to see what secrets are, are out there Ooh. and and stuff like that so so yeah it's it's good but it's just like what wacky high jinks can these droids get up to while shopping <laughs> i love it yeah i wish i could get into a wacky hijink while shopping i don't remember the last time i had a hijink do you is is that the singular of hijinks i mean i i presume so you're not a linguist or or is it a low jink <laughs> hold on okay i am gonna google hijink to see if that is the popular singular term or like singular uh, of hijinks. Singular one, of... one. Oh, okay. Hijink. One hijink. Uh, definition of vocabulary.com. Brian D. Buckley. Dot com. Why can't I just or why can't I have just one hijink? Let's, let's see if we can read this here. This is, yeah, from BrianDBuckley.com from well, February 7th. I have no idea. February 17th, <laughs> High Hijinks is a weird word. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, most words are weird, but this one goes above and beyond. Hijinks are fun, p- p- possibly mischievous activities. We use yes. it as a plural noun, except we don't really know what a hijink is or why we never seem to have just one of them. So what's the freaking deal? What's the deal with hijinks? Etymology adventure commence in all caps. Commence! Um, yeah, see, hijinks is a variation of hi- High and Jinx, which around the 1700s was a drinking game. You <laughs> rolled dice, and if you got a bad roll, you either had to do something embarrassing or drink. Um, that in turn, based on the word Jinx, meaning playful activities, uh, pretty much the same thing as High Jinx. Uh, still plural only, apparently, and jinx is apparently related to the old English uh, sinsung. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. It's C-I-N-C-U-N-G, which I am told means a loud or cackling laughter. Uh-huh. Sinsung. I'm familiar. Uh, what does he say? Uh, blah, blah, blah. I don't are we gonna end up with an answer on this? Uh another meaning of jink, singular this time, is swift or evasive movement. Mm. Uh, but it's not clear to me at least whether that has any connection to the meanings above. Then of course there's jinx as in a hex. Um 
sounds like it might be related, but it's actually from the Latin jinx or or Rynek, a type of woodpecker evidently used in magic, which is funny because jinx is the name of a Pokemon, a deliberate misspelling of Jinx, but more correct uh, than they thought, since Jinx uh, was spelled with a Y in the first place. Uh, ah. blah, blah. I did not expect this to be funny to anyone else. Uh, last but not least, he says that is a long way of saying that Jinx is probably unrelated to hijinks, and I still don't okay. know why you can't have just one hijink and thus i completely wasted your time have a good day (laughs) that's great that's the i'll tell you one hijink that you can't have and that's clown skate night clown skate night yes did did you partake in a clown (laughs) skate night i can't no one can so so my local polling place is this cute little elementary school. And okay. I went there earlier in the year for some small local election. And I saw that they still kept up all of their signs for upcoming events before the pandemic. <laughs> like they okay. never took them down after <laughs> these events were canceled. So when you walk in the door, there's still a sign on the bulletin board for like what was supposed to happen in late March and it's still there. The early, I went there on Tuesday. It's still there. Nobody's taken down this sign. I don't know if they'll ever take it down. That's and how it you says, know it's the apocalypse. <laughs> clown skate night. Skate like That's a clown. So funny. I. So oh, so you're supposed to skate like a clown, not if you are a clown, you can <laughs> skate. It's like Adult Swim. It's clown skate only. Right. That That's what I was thinking it was. No, no what this appears like to clown. be. So they have a flyer that has clip art on it, and it's like clown face plus roller skate plus moon equals clown skate night. And it seems like you would go to some roller rink on this one night, and there would be clowns there, and they would paint your face and do clown activities, and also you would skate. And these flyers crack me up because this is not an activity anyone is familiar with. <laughs> yeah. How how do how are clowns supposed to skate? Like, is there a bounce in their step or something that we don't know about? I, like, do they have very big floppy roller skates? Right. Yeah. Like, I don't like. I can imagine clowns and skating maybe a fine combination, but this isn't a clear one. I don't know who was like, okay, let's have a roller skating night for the kids, but that's not going to be enough. You know what we need to add? What's really going to get the families to the roller rink? We're going to get clowns in there. They have to skate like, <laughs> we have to, we're going to skate clown style tonight. Hey, Bob, I, no, got, they never... I got it. Clown skate night. <laughs> I can see it now. <laughs> And this vision, it never came to fruition. This thing was surely canceled, and they've just left the flyers. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. Do you think it when the skate night, when the skating rink gets back in business, do you think they'll reschedule a skate night, and will you attend? Well, I can't. Why would I be there? <laughs> To see what it's like for the podcast. 
to be like, no. Kyle, I went to Clown Skate Night. And I'll be like, yes, me, tell me more. Uh, local childless bachelorette. I'm neither a parent nor a student nor a clown. <laughs> I've just needed to walk through your school to get to my polling place in the gym. I saw this flyer. Can I cover this? <laughs> I needed to report back. Yeah. <laughs> this is very important there. journalism. <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't know how to get into either uh, school volunteering or clown. I don't know anybody in the local clown community. Yeah, I mean, don't they have to go through school? School isn't isn't there like a clown school to be able to do that? I, I believe there there is, but I don't know if that's required. If you have to be fully accredited as a clown before you may appear as a clown. I don't know how it works. I would like to learn. I don't want to be a clown, but I'm curious about, you know, what their culture and policies are. That's why you need to att- attend Clown Skate Night. Ty, I'm Figure just out a, their another... culture. <laughs> Infiltrate. <laughs> Infiltrate the clown clowns. community. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope clowns have been doing well out there, just doing, like, Zoom birthday parties. <laughs> I... I hope they have, and I hope this helps kids, like, get over any fear of clowns they may have to, like, see them in a virtual setting, but instead of seeing them in a a personal setting. Man, that's one thing to think about, of, like, you hear about the, like, movie theaters closing down and stuff like that. I wonder how the clown business, the, like, birthday party clown business is going. (laughs) I think I have heard of people having, like... Uh, I have a Zoom appointment with a magician for my kid's birthday or with a, a woman pretending to be Elsa. It's like, watch, I'll make myself disappear. <laughs> <laughs> Someone has left the call. Yeah. I would love I got to look like up virtual black. magic tricks. Do you like magic? Uh, yes. K- kind of. I'm, I'm not, like, into magic. Uh, I, I did kind of have a a small magic phase for like a week um one of the things <laughs> I, I i right yeah uh so my my f- friend had these crystal sticks is what they're called and it's the it's like a baton with these like leather straps on the end and then you get yeah. two more wooden sticks and you can touch toss the stick back and forth and do all like yeah. spins and stuff like the baton twirler for a marching band yeah uh, and so i eventually bought some too but we never bought them to like actually do all of those tricks and stuff we liked them for like sword fighting because they were like oh. like <laughs> the perfect length for that yes. stuff um so we had that but that brought me in to like magic and hobby shops to like find one that I wanted mm. and the only like magic related thing that I've ever bought in my life I probably still have it somewhere I think uh is I I have a deck of cards where uh every other card is a little bit shorter than the rest of them mm. so it's one of those things that like hey no matter where you pick up the deck it's always gonna be a red or it's always going to oh. be, you know, st- stuff like that. Or so you, you ask them to cut the deck or put, you know, put your card in on on that thing. You, you know, it, it, it makes it easy for that stuff. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Just like, oh, uh-huh, here it is. Blah, blah. How did I do that? I don't know. It's not like my deck is fake. Um, yeah. I have that, and I bought a pair of loaded dice. Ooh. But, what do you do with them? Do you play like real high stakes Monopoly? <laughs> yeah, like a real high stakes Monopoly. Guys, I brought my special dice. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I, I, I just, I never really did much with them. I. It's a like, fun oh, thing neat. to own, though. Yeah. If I could, if if I was at like a curio shop and it's like, yeah, for four dollars you can have a set of loaded dice, I would buy it. Yeah. That that, that was the thing. I I, I wouldn't say I was like ten or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, magic was like, whoa, how do they do that? Still, you know, and it's not like, huh, it's an illusion. Um, but yeah, it was just like I I want to buy a pair of loaded dice. That's cool. Yeah, I just want to have knickknacks. That's quite a knickknack to have. Yeah, I I love to watch magic. I think as we grew up in the era where there were a lot of magic shows on TV, like big event television, you could watch. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you, you know, you can watch David Blaine or whoever yeah. make a. Yeah, well, before Chris Angel, even when it was like David Copperfield, he would like you know make a a building sure. disappear or something, or like they'd sure, have yeah. those. I have fond memories of all those Fox specials where it would be like. Is this a real alien autopsy? Are these real photos of Bigfoot? The magician is going to reveal his secrets. <laughs> Watch him show you how he cuts the lady in half. I have very fond memories of sitting there eating Taco Bell watching those with my dad. That's and my great. dad likes magic. And he loves America's Got Talent, which always has at least one magic act per season. Of course. And he watched that Penn and Teller fool us show. He likes some magic comedy. Oh, my dad loves just showmanship of any kind. Which is a love I think he passed on to us, the children. So I love, I love to watch magic. I don't care how tacky it is. It, yeah. it hits this really happy spot in my brain. But I've never wanted to do magic. I thought, just like last week, what if I learned to do like a card trick? And okay, then yeah. I thought... If you can't shut up about a documentary you watched about a chess computer, don't also learn a card trick. Like, you're enough at parties. <laughs> Guys, but the computer did a rematch. God, you'll never computer believe what happened. <laughs> like, I have, I have enough party quirks already. I don't need to learn magic. I, I, I did have, I, I used to have, like, one or two card tricks now i i have i don't remember what they were but that again that was like that one week that i bought that deck and it Mm. came with a like hey here's two simple card tricks you can do on you know you know on that stuff so wasn't all that fascinating the the one thing that i i like that i can do is i can cut a a card deck with one hand that's neat Uh, but that's very cool. See, I'm also bad with my hands. Okay. Like I, yeah. I can't shuffle a deck for the life of me. Can, is, can you do the like regular bridge thing? It's hard to no, do, do it when no, the thing is up here. No, I can't do any of them. My hands are just the wrong proportions for any kind of skill, which means I am very <laughs> easily impressed by anyone who can. One of the podcasts that I listened to, I think this will, I think it was 
No, it wasn't the Rooster Teeth podcast. It was one of their other podcasts. I think this was the Achievement Hunter podcast. Mm -hmm. And one of the guys on that show, Jeff Ramsey, was telling a story where he was in Vegas and went to go see a magic show. And uh, he he also like really enjoys magic and stuff, but he yeah. he he's fascinated by it. So he's he's kind of he I, I think he dis- described himself as like the obnoxious one while watching magic. Yes, because every t- t- time something ha- happened, he was just like, "What? No! <laughs> How? What?" how where'd it go <laughs> and then, then everyone is just like looking back like what is wrong with this guy which is every single time you know just like what how mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> it was good they they, they they have a rooster t- 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 teeth animated adventure i'll have to find Aww. it and send the link it's good that sounds good it's good yeah <laughs> god i've always wanted to go to vegas I think ever since I saw Austin Powers go there when I was a little kid. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if that's exactly it, but it very well likely may have been that. I think Vegas is just this amazing mix of being really classy and really tacky at the same time, which classy is exactly the speed I run at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Indeed. Uh, let's see. So we, we, we missed our segue from uh talking about star wars and then going into sure the lego star wars holiday special well uh, it's always so with us yeah so let's 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 go back to some more star wars stuff melissa you you were excited when they announced this i yes. remember you being like Kyle, oh my god we have to watch this um so they finally put out like a full trailer uh yes for this thing uh are 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 you excited are you more excited what what's going on i (laughs) this seems like it may be less of just a direct new version of the star wars holiday special this seems like it is a star wars holiday special and not the star wars holiday special right yeah it looks like they're doing something entirely different yeah, I know there will be a, enough of that Life Day magic in there that it will satisfy me, a true fan of the Star Wars holiday special. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a time travel adventure. Like, Ray finds a magic crystal, falls through time. She gets to meet, like, Luke and Vader. It goes back to, like, A New Hope and all the adventures thereon. This mm-hmm. seems super fun. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Now, were, were we planning on doing that as our christmas episode for the review show or were we gonna do that on the reactor core i don't, That's what I, I don't I, I, we we threw out both ideas it's up to you if you think this oh, is okay. reactor core material when, when does this come out it's at the end, end of the month right november of- no it's november 17th life day okay oh duh kyle you should know when life day is um <laughs> I honor it every year. Yeah, right. I we, uh, I celebrate a day of peace. Yeah, you, you know, like I, hmm, because that's the thing. We no- normally do like a holiday episode. Yeah. For the review show, but I don't necessarily want to wait that long to. Yeah, let's do it for the reactor core because we don't have any holiday reactor cores. True, and then you know, and there's we a haven't big pile done a of Christmas movies. In a- 
while, so. Yeah, yeah, and, like, we've never talked about Star Wars on there together before. <laughs> yeah. Because I missed the solo that. episode, and you uh, were out of town and couldn't make it for the Rise of Skywalker episode. Ah, true. We haven't been united for a Star Wars thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Okay, okay. yeah, I'm I'm, I'm down with that. Let's cool. do it for the reactor yeah. core when it c- comes out. Uh, that'll be fun. Yeah. I'm excited because it, yeah, it, it looks, okay. it looks, it looks good. The voice acting looks great. It looks like it's just yeah. going to be a fun, fun time. Yes. And it's got a, a scene I haven't seen in a long time, which is just a bunch of cartoon characters scrambling around while the Nutcracker suite plays, <laughs> which is, I feel like it's something I saw five for five separate trailers as a kid, but it's been a while and it felt good to return with this Lego Star Wars good positive energy. This seems very funny. Yeah. I'm I'm exci- excited for this. I'm 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 hoping that this will be good enough to kind of eclipse the original. I know I know it never will fully cuz the original <laughs> Star Wars holiday special is just a thing of its own, right? <laughs> Now you haven't seen it before, correct? No, I haven't. If I, sh- <laughs> I downloaded the Riff Tracks version of it, so it comes with extra good jokes on top of it. Sure. People know what they're doing. If I stream that to you, would you watch it? Sure. Okay, maybe we'll have a little a life day party. In maybe, our yeah, yeah. Life day celebration. Mm-hmm. That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's this is definitely worth seeing. Is it bad? Yes, but it's bad in such a, a supernova, cosmically unique kind of way. I think it is tremendously valuable. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm down for that. We'll we'll have to get that set up then. Yeah, um, starting to get in the holiday spirit. Little bits here and there. You know, I got my holiday drink. Today I'm going to take down all my Halloween stuff. And soon okay. enough I'll have to get out my, my trees. Yeah. You know, get, get some new lights. Are, are, are you going to replace the purple lights behind you for some uh, red and green ones? Maybe, yeah. I like to play around with my lights. I have had purple and green, uh, purple and orange holiday uh, Halloween lights which I do love, but yeah, let's change up the color temperatures a little bit. I just need to buy a lot of lights. That's the best part. It, it's just this October through December run where you just get to light everything assorted colors. Yeah. It doesn't really exist throughout much of the rest of the year. Nobody does like St. Patrick's Day lights. <laughs> I, I guess that would just be green lights. Right, and yeah. Then it's just like, a, sure, I guess. Yeah, I feel like I live in a, an alien goo tube. <laughs> <laughs> on the on the planet Oa, Fox special is this alien real? Born in a, <laughs> born in a goo tube. Born in a goo tube. That's <laughs> my favorite Bruce Springsteen song. <laughs> born in a goo tube. <laughs> <laughs> I I look forward to meeting the Bruce Springsteen of an alien planet who sings songs equivalent to their Americana. Right? <laughs> That'd be great. Um, speaking of Disney stuff and strange sci-fi things. 
Oh, yes. You had this Disney robot video that you put in 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 here, and I watched it, and it is terrifying. Uh, it, it's neat. It's fascinating. It's as terrifying as any advanced robot video is. Yes. Yes. So this is a new animatronic technology that Disney is working on. And this robot, is, the strength they're working on with this one is that it has a very realistic gaze. Like they're trying to get eye lines on robots really right and like have a robot's gaze actually follow you because they have like some limited uh, interactivity with animatronics. But now they're trying to advance it so that like the robot will look you in your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm playing it right now and it's it's pretty i mean it's it's a realistic moving mm. robot they they make it uh you, you know move and have these weird head movements and stuff that look like someone is actually looking at you or talking yeah. to you and stuff like that but it it is just this like unfinished like horrific yes like <laughs> looking thing it, it almost looks like it has a hockey mask on but the like <laughs> The it jaw like a, is yes. cut out, so you see the like denture teeth that are in there. It's uh, 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 eyes. It, it's almost doing the like the Kubrick stare, where the you, 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 you know. <laughs> it is yeah. It's it's wild. It, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The robot has incredibly realistic eyes, eyelids, and teeth, but no other human face parts. It's all mechanisms and like. Uh, planks Motors of white plastic. And, yeah. yeah, so it looks like a hockey mask or like that Hannibal Lecter mask almost. Like yeah, a reverse uh, one where it like it covers the top half and the chin, but not the <laughs> mouth. <laughs> right? You can only see his mouth. <laughs> it's like, who did the, who designed that for him? You did it wrong, Jerry. We told you the he's, guy eats people. God, he's a goddamn cannibal, Jerry. <laughs> you put the Medusa mask on him. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah this... like, go ahead. No, I'm just, uh, <laughs> we are, of course, seeing a very rough test version. I'm sure that now that they have this down, they're going to add skin to the face and make it look like an actual face. Make it look like someone, Abraham Lincoln. I don't know. But yeah, I was listening to a Disney podcast talk about this, and they were theorizing that this might be good for shop interactions like in galaxy's edge yeah yeah like you when you you've got the hondo anaka uh animatronic there at smugglers millennium falcon ride you know maybe they're going to build a hondo anaka into like a store where you're a little bit closer to him and like there's hondo anaka and he's looking right at you you know because they have doc ondar but doc ondar is like one of those flatfish aliens whose head doesn't look like this so i presume they would be doing this for some sort of a human character humanoid stuff yeah yeah, th- th- yeah. Th- that makes sense I, I i like that a lot uh it's still just like it's k- kind of scary to see how realistic it actually is though because mm-hmm. they, well, they they said i forget the word that they used but they were like it mimics uh glances it mimics size and there was something Ooh. else there was like a third word that i i didn't recognize uh it, you, you know it's some like scientific word yeah. for some kind of body movement that you you do this like involuntary thing yeah it it looks so scary real right and they like they i i know they have like 
new techniques to get the like realistic skin looking stuff that they Mm. can put on top of this thing i know that they can get like realistic robotic voices and and stuff like that they can have Um, they have the ones that jump around which i think was the last time we were talking about animatronics on this podcast jump around get up you know the ones that do like spider-man leaps yeah um yeah stuff like that like i there's just like one day they will combine them all and will make just holy moly some like real like life just mm-hmm. doombot style life model decoy um they'll put the madame toso out of business right oh man madame Dussault's animatronic museum i'd go I, we've talked about how much I love animatronics that you find randomly out yeah. in the wild. Yeah, I love it. I've I've always taken a pro robot stance on this podcast. I believe in a robot's ability to be benevolent to us and our ability to be benevolent back to it. Uh, mm-hmm. Robots, if you come to awakening, look for me. <laughs> like I said, I, for one, welcome our robot overlords. I welcome our robot friends. I would like for us yeah. to. Indeed. Step up the steps of human of world progression as equals. Indeed. Indeed, man. My apple juice is just so good, though. <laughs> Anyways. No, like in contradiction to the previous statement. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, if this is what tears human robot relations apart is that they can't apple taste juice. apple juice and you won't stop talking about it? What do you mean? It's as American as apple pie. <laughs> what is pie? <laughs> I do not. P- p- pie is three p- 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 point one four five. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> it's like no, that's not pie. That's not what we mean. <laughs> I think we're um, moving towards a future where robots are definitely gonna know what foods are. Yeah. What do robots eat? What what food would they make? Like on on oh. their their own, if they just decided to cook. What would they make? They'd probably make like a really complex, like a dish that takes a lot of complicated handwork. Like, you know, when you make a croissant from scratch, it's like rolling out, like laminating all these pastry sheets of like dough and butter and dough and butter and all these layers, like really labor intensive, complicated things like that. I feel like a robot would make you a croissant. Interesting. But would it be an actual croissant? Or Why would it, it be? be like a metallic one? Of would it be like sprocket pie or no. something? Because like, why would a robot make food that it can't consume? Uh, because we're friends. I mean, I guess yeah. If it's like, hey, I'm making a gift for you, fellow human. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like I'm, I, I, I guess I'm thinking more for like robot being like, I'm hungry. What should I make for dinner? And then it just like, We're... I'm going to make a pizza. Uh, it'll be washer pizza. Instead of pepperonis, it just has metallic washers on like, there. Like, I know this is this is a gag in many properties, and it is a gag I enjoy, but I don't think that humankind is going to make a robot that eats other metal parts. I don't know what nutrients or resources you think a robot's going to get by just eating a bucket of bolts. I, but uh, 
Yeah, but that's also kind of the same logic for humans. Like, we eat meat, right? We are also made of meat. Yeah, but there's a vitamin in a meat. There's not a vitamin in a metal. There could be minerals. Okay, okay. They need iron. We eat steak for iron. They eat iron for iron. Okay. Maybe they eat them both. Maybe it's like, yeah, I made a a calzone. It's half pepperoni. Uh, (laughs) Half steel. Half lug nut. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what robots eat. I guess we're going to have to find out, and then we're going to have to develop human robot restaurants where the two of you can go together. Instead of Tex-Mex, it's like... uh, (laughs) Hero? Hero? Human robot? I don't know. It's it's chips and chips. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah chips oh, squared God, is the new culinary trend chips squared indeed yeah oh this uh robot video gave me the insider video that we watched a long time ago on those stunt yeah. robots them the flipping just noticed that man wild stuff disney's on another level man I'm glad they're still hard at work somewhere on something, you know, even when there's limited amounts of things they can do in the parks actually right now. They're working on things that will go into the parks in the future. Yeah, the the (sighs) park that I eventually want to go to is the Super Mario World one that's in Japan. They were set to open that like right as coronavirus was starting. (laughs) And so mm-hmm. they were just like, ah, oh, okay, we're delaying it. And then it got delayed again, and then it got delayed again. And then they're just like, it'll be open we'll there. sometime. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll get back to theme parks soon. It's something I, I, I truly miss all day, every day. Yeah. But that, I just that have to visit them neat. virtually. That I've been watching be a lot of walkthrough videos. Just walk around the Magic Kingdom, please, and show me what yeah. you see. Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. Uh, Well... That's about all I have for this week. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been up to much. Yeah, uh, maybe a little bit of a shorter episode this week, but that's okay. A uh, little bit of housekeeping for you guys. If you did not know, we have multiple podcasts here at The Whatnots that we have mentioned in them uh, throughout today's show. Uh, but yeah. yeah, you guys can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com. I just did a tiny bit of work on our website, Ooh. so I fixed some things. It should look a little bit better in mobile view when you go to a show's page. Nice. It used to be in two columns where it would show stuff, and it was real small and thin, and it looked bad. So now it's just a single column, and it's nice. Way to go. Uh, yeah, so that's fixed. Uh, all of that stuff. So go check out our website, thewhatnots.com. Uh, we're also on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Just t- type in the whatnots, and all of our shows will pop up right there. Uh, if you guys like what we do, patreon.com slash thewhatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, we also have a $3 tier. Uh, you guys can get all kinds of exclusive content. And mm-hmm. like we mentioned at the top of the show, we just have a new crossplay exclusive uh, up there. Patreon exclusive. Um, up, 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 well, 
will be up there this next week. We just recorded it yesterday. Uh, so yeah, be on the lookout for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. There will be more to c- 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 come down the road uh, and all that stuff. And last but not least, a big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier. So thank you, Sam, so much for helping us out and supporting Thanks, Sam. us. We appreciate it. Uh, I, I do have to at least say we did get another supporter at a, a high tier, but they have asked to not be named on the show. So this is, uh, at least for this show, the only mention of that, that I will make. So thank okay. you to you as well. Um, thank you, Anonymous Benefactor. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. Now we can sound rich. Oh, we, we have an Anonymous yes. Benefactor. Mm. Yeah, we feel uh, like fancy <laughs> painters. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's 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 great. Uh, thank you, thank you all for supporting us and stuff. But that about wraps us up for housekeeping. So Melissa, where are you at on the internet? Where can they find you? I am at WilkyWit W I L K Y W I T on Twitter and Instagram, and listen to my new podcast Saturday Morning Obscurities, where me and my brother Jams watch obscure old kids shows. Mr. Boogity will probably be on there next year. There you go. For Halloween. Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. If you guys want to stay up to date with our shows, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. Uh, go like, share, subscribe. You guys know the deal with that. We are at 97. 97 subscribers on YouTube. We need... Climbing. Four more to surpass 100. So please help us out. Um, we we are hoping to get there by the end of the year. It's looking like we're on tr- track to make that happen. Yeah. But we never know. Uh, so please help us spread the word. Go subscribe. Tell your friends to subscribe. Retweet our our episodes and all that stuff. That would help us out a ton. But yeah that i think about wraps us up uh this has been episode 119 of the captain's log we will see you all next week bye bye